Welcome to the Inner Green Deal podcast. From farm to fork, what is changing? In this episode, I'm talking to Lionel Wouters, co-founder and chairman of Farm, a group of organic food stores. I asked Lionel about the role of food in the green transition and the secret behind the success of Farm. Lionel's answers may surprise you, in particular when he talks about the organization behind Farm and the way Farm invited producers, farmers, employees and other stakeholders to join their board and take decisions together. It's an inspiring model, particularly at a time when Europe is debating the future of agriculture and the substantial amount of change that needs to happen in the interest of all stakeholders, including our planet. Anyway, I'm sure you'll be intrigued by Lionel and think of this episode next time you enter a food store. My name is Jeroen Jans and thank you for joining the Inner Green Deal podcast. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. Lionel, you are 37 and already founded several successful green initiatives. So I'm curious, what inspired you to be a green entrepreneur? Hi, <laughs> Jeroen. Um, yeah, in fact, uh, I would I would say that I was first an ecologist. Uh, mm. Yeah, since a long time. And, and maybe uh, being an ecologist and wanting to change the world and in fact uh, as uh, yeah maybe as an engineer maybe as i don't know what but i i became an entrepreneur to fulfill my 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 goals of as ecologist as wanting to to change the world that's nice so the other way around but that's that's interesting and how how does food fit in there how does what food what role does food play in your life Mm. Um, food uh, and talking about farm uh, in mm-hmm. fact I didn't know a lot about food and uh, I can tell a small story I was mm-hmm. uh, I was working in a company which was for me changing the world by the, the way of living and uh, mm-hmm. living sustainably mm-hmm. and uh, maybe another way of living because it was living in co-housing yeah. and I was thinking okay that's good and on what other aspects can we uh, change the world and what is another uh, basic need of human being uh, housing is important and in fact yeah food is not an uh, important uh, uh, aspect and he said okay maybe we can do something around food mm. wow and that's the beginning then of farm and yeah that's a bit like uh, how how farm started and think okay how can we what can we do around food uh, that will enable people to eat uh, sustainably to eat healthy uh, mm-hmm. But also to eat good food because yeah, it's important uh, to to enjoy food, uh, mm-hmm. to enjoy cooking food, uh, preparing stuff with with other people, and also eating yeah, eating for for yourself for for your your health, but also uh, yeah, eating together. It's a social moment, and mm-hmm. in yeah, maybe in our industrial uh, countries, food disappear as, as this aspect of social moments mm-hmm. and it's interesting because uh, you told me earlier that you are a father of four uh which um which is pretty amazing and uh, do you see that um that food takes that role in your family as a as a moment of getting together as connecting as uh, yes, maybe not enough, <laughs> because yes, as working as entrepreneur, I work a uh-huh. lot, and maybe I I I, I don't live a hundred percent of my 
of my vision about uh, maybe taking more time with my family and, and mm-hmm. preparing food. But yeah, it, it does has an impact. Uh, uh, the fact of having children had an impact on on yeah the way I I bought my my food and mm-hmm. buying food for my children. I yeah maybe I wasn't hundred percent organic uh, buyer before the children. Now of course I'm hundred uh, percent. Mm-hmm. We 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 buy hundred percent organic uh, because yeah having children is. In, it's a, a mm-hmm. transition of, of how you how you buy food, how you prepare food. Yeah. And so if I talk a little bit about your stores, um, I, I love your stores. I've been to many of your stores and they one of them is nearby my home. So that's how I do my shopping there. And that's how I got to know you. And um, so it's it's quite a different experience, right, from from other types of shopping. So you have this uh, bulk um bits where you can just um, take your own bags and, and put it right in there uh, so you have less packaging uh, but you also have different types of product uh, still you do have meat for instance um, is that a deliberate choice um, when we talk about sustainability and impact H- how do you what's your vision on meat and and how does that fit in in the vision mm-hmm. of farm could you talk a little bit about that it's a very difficult choice. You can mm-hmm. talk about meat. You can also talk about tomatoes. Okay, yes. do we sell tomatoes? When do we sell tomatoes? Which tomatoes do we sell at farm? It's very, mm-hmm. very complicated. Mm-hmm. This type of decision is meat, but it's also water. Uh, yeah, we just decided uh, last year to stop selling uh, water in plastic bottles. But mm. in fact, it's a huge impact on people like buying Mm-hmm. Uh, water in, in in and so it's an impact on on the cells. Right. But the decision we took is to be quite broad and just mm. not being a shop for uh, for aware uh, people aware of of mm-hmm. of, uh, of health and sustainability, mm-hmm. but also to be open to people who don't maybe go to organic shops. Mm-hmm. And they want to, yeah, we want to invite them and, and say, okay, organic shop is not just being a hippie and just mm-hmm. not just uh, eating uh, seeds. No, uh, in fact, yeah, you can eat great stuff and, and having pleasure eating uh, mm-hmm. and maybe have a barbecue, maybe less, uh, not, not every day of the summer, but yeah, you can eat meat. It's not really good for the environment, uh, and it depends also on the meat you eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, some meat are less uh, has less impact on the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the really thing is how uh, being a transition, uh, being a, a shop that that changed the world also by changing the habits of of how people eat, how mm-hmm. what people buy. Yeah, so I th- I think that's really uh, an interesting way. And that also probably explains why you've been growing relatively fast, right? Because now I think you have more than 12 stores already uh, and growing. And it's, so that's the element of trying to bring people in where wherever they are in their journey um, and then trying to bit by bit bring them along this green transition, which from personal perspective, I recognize as well. You know, uh, for us as a family, we still have certain tendencies, certain preferences of certain cereals, mm. which brings us to other types of stores, I, I admit. And, uh, but I can see the more it allows me to go to one store and do most of my shopping, which I now do with you, um, you know, of course, it's much easier. And of course, um, without judging people, but giving them a choice that is healthier, perhaps, 
uh, more sustainable and yes sometimes more expensive but you feel that you can trust this brand more and therefore feel more inclined so i think that's that's an interesting philosophy you have there um, yeah maybe i can uh, answer your question by uh, coming back to the fundamental of farm and mm -hmm. uh, the mission of farm which is allowing people more people to get um, healthy sustainable and uh, and ethical food mm -hmm. and uh, the, the fact of allowing mm -hmm. more people to get access to mm -hmm. food uh, that's uh, different uh, elements in that uh, in that there's the um, access there's of course the economical aspect and mm -hmm. of course organic food costs more mm -hmm. um, we, our position in farm is it's not to be cheaper because mm -hmm. it's in fact saying we are cheaper it's just going in the same model as the food economy which also always goes to less uh, to to diminish the prices and you mm -hmm. don't get quality you don't yeah, you don't serve the the, the real economy uh, by doing that. Uh, right. So yeah, but it's important, still important. And and what our what we see, we, our position on on price is having a fair price. Mm -hmm. How can we uh, find a price uh, which is good for the whole chain, uh, the farmer, uh, the shops too, and the workers in the shop? How can we mm -hmm. yeah uh, pay more the, the 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 workers in the shop? How can we also pay them enough? And have enough uh, workers, they can give some information to the mm -hmm. to the clients, mm. and um, and also of course uh, giving access. And we always work on that. How can we get still get a lower price mm -hmm. uh, for 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 uh, the consumer? So that's yeah, price is an uh, important aspect, but also uh, the physical distance to shops mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. in fact uh, there's a, a survey that shows that in fact price is not the first element of choice of people going to one shop and another mm. uh, distance is in fact the most important uh, element mm. and uh, yeah giving access and opening shops uh, we could say and sometimes we ask ourselves do we need to open so many shops and being a, a brand and we, we we can be um yeah it's sometimes no it's not logical we why don't we stay small it's good but mm -hmm. in fact our mission is to to mm -hmm. offer the possibility to buy this choice of, of food we we mm -hmm. we sell and and so that's a, a way of doing it and maybe our third third element of access is is knowledge mm. and yeah it's it's not just only knowledge it's also awareness uh, of what impact has food uh, and the fact of buying food on on environment, on uh, on social uh, aspects, mm -hmm. and um, and and therefore we we give us mission to yeah get people aware of when to buy a tomato. The season of tomato in Belgium uh, in unheated uh, greenhouse it's three months, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so yeah. what do we do with that? Uh, do we only sell tomatoes uh, during the three months? It's impossible because people they just need. They're in in May. It's warm, and and they want to do a salad with tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so so it's uh, we have to inform them, saying, okay, you know, these tomatoes are, it's not the season, uh, and we have just uh, launched the thermoscope. Ah. And the thermoscope is a score, a scoring. Mm -hmm. uh, we did that internally, on a different uh, environmental aspect of mm -hmm. the thing they buy. Uh, the fact it's wrapped or, or bulk, yeah. where does it come from, which types of company does it come, and mm -hmm. we give 
per product. We have analyzed all our products. There are mm -hmm. lots. Mm -hmm. It's huge work. And uh, we give scores to the product mm. uh, so that people can see what's the difference between this pasta, which is uh, maybe produced uh, in the uh, Netherlands or in France or in Italy, uh, in a big company or, or smaller company, uh, compared to uh, pastas which are produced in uh, in Belgium and wrapped and between the bulk pastas and they mm -hmm. will score differently. Yeah. We still have the choice between the three uh, types of, of pasta, but people can see that buying one pasta or the other one will have a different aspect on the environment. Mm. So thinking about the way you operate, you've talked about the food, you've talked about informing people. Now you're also organized in a particular way which is uh, you organize as a cooperative, right? And I just wonder, how does that change the way you take decisions perhaps, but also the quality and the nature of decision? Does that differ or is that just a, not such an important element? Mm -hmm. um, in fact, in terms of governance, the, um, it's more the, the, the way we take the decision, mm -hmm. uh, which is important. And for instance, in the board of directors, we have uh, some clients, the category of the client of our shareholders mm -hmm. they have elected between themselves a representative which sits on, on the board oh. uh, we also have a worker in the board uh, we also have um, one of the franchised uh, shops which is in the board uh, a producer which is in the board mm. uh, and that's good for transparency but not not only in fact it's great for decision decision for farm because having uh, these people who see farm from another aspect, from another point of view, it brings um, uh, richness. Uh, in, in French, we call it intelligence collective. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know how you... Collective intelligence. Collective intelligence. Yeah. And in fact, I think we take much more good decision mm -hmm. uh, of, um, by the way of having all these people together. Mm -hmm. so, so what you're saying is so you're organized as a as a cooperative you have on your board you have people that represent your different stakeholders so mm -hmm. on your board you have um, clients producers and, and others can you give an example of how that then transforms or transforms discussion or maybe you take discussions um, a little bit differently or you have a different decision could you give an example of that how that changes things um there's yeah first of all the yes the, the way also we organize our meetings mm -hmm. uh we we use some uh, collective intelligence rules like mm. we always when talk in circle so mm -hmm. everybody has uh may and also has to say something about a decision for instance and this allows everybody to speak and not only the one who Mm -hmm. We speak louder, right. um, but also in the decision we take, uh, we don't vote. We never vote. Ah. Uh, we also always take the decision by consent. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the yeah, correct yeah, word, consent. Yeah. That means that um, if someone is not okay with a deci decision, mm -hmm. uh, of course, not just only to defend his uh, category, his stakeholders, mm -hmm. because everybody in the board is there to to take the right decision for farm and just for, not for his uh, mm -hmm. for his uh, stakeholders. Yeah, he, he represents. 
um, but he may say, okay, I'm not okay with this decision. Mm -hmm. And it's not a veto because then if he's not this, if he's not okay, if he thinks it's not the right decision, he can say why it's not the right decision. And we can try to find another and how can we change the proposal so that it comes to a, a right uh, decision. Mm. And that's very rich. Yeah. That's uh, very rich because we arrive. It's not that we, we don't create uh, majority and minorities. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Mm. Uh, but also we always, uh, the fact that someone says, no, I'm not okay with this decision. It will uh, make the decision even better because then the thing he sees neg uh, negative in the decision, we will change it so it's positive. And mm -hmm. so it's just better for, it's just a better decision at the end. Oh. So that's, um, so it's just, it's just not the fact that all the, sh the, the shareholders are sitting in around the table. It's not, it's also the way we take the decisions mm -hmm. that, uh, that change, yeah, that make it different. Wow. So I think, I had never realized this. So behind the facade of a, of a, of a bio store, if you can say, is this deeper level of sustainability, both in terms of relationships, you're not trying to squeeze your producers, you're not trying to squeeze your workers, but also that's actually how you're organized and how you function, which is, I find fascinating. Now, maybe if I just come back to you, you as a person, um, father of four, I hear also soon going on a bike trip. Um, how how do you manage all this? How do you sustain your drive? And um, what are some of the obstacles? What gets in the way? And how do you overcome these? Yeah, it's true. It's not uh, easy to give a balance between the family, four children, mm -hmm. uh, small children, uh, and all yeah the the, the different projects as mm -hmm. entrepreneur. But yeah, what's great is having pleasure to do it. Mm. And yeah, I'm quite lucky to be able to choose where I work. That's maybe something I'm, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm really uh, uh, cheerful about being able to choose where I work, uh, on what project I work, mm -hmm. on the impact they have. And that gives me really a lot of, yeah, of energy. Mm -hmm. um, it's also people, uh, yeah, farm, I talk about farm, I'm here mm -hmm. to represent farm, but in fact, farm is there because all the workers and all the other co-founder mm -hmm. co of farm and, uh, and, uh, that's maybe yeah being able to rely on on people and trust people uh, helps a lot mm -hmm. uh as you said i'm leaving in one week for a gap year cycling with my family wow and uh, i had yesterday my last uh, general assembly of farm uh, as as a chairman and i said in fact i'm leaving uh peacefully because i know that uh, all the people in farm uh, are have the same values, have um, the same vision, mm -hmm. and will continue that. Mm. And uh, maybe that's uh, that's uh, something um, that helps me to to handle all these uh, different projects. And it's the same for the other project I, I leave, other company I leave. Um, but of course, there are some. Difficulties, uh, yeah, time, time is always a problem. Huh? You yeah. want to do a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, you want to take time with your children. Uh, you have, you want to take more involved in the, in the company. Mm -hmm. uh, that's always a hard decision. 24 hours remain 24 hours. Yeah, wow. 
Well, well, I, I thank you then to uh, to be here. Uh, I know you are leaving behind uh, several initiatives uh, that uh, seem in good hands right now, and you're about to go on a cycling trip for a year with your four young children under ten. So I thank you for for joining us and uh, sharing this inspiration with us. Uh, it's uh, it's never easy, but as you say, uh, the extent that to which we can make our choices and uh, choose where we contribute to something that gives us meaning and joy i think that uh, that is a, an inspiring message i'm really happy to share so thank you for today and um, if people want to know more about farm um, where can they find the information um, yeah on our website uh, of course <laughs> but uh, don't hesitate to to uh, go in the shop and just uh -huh ask uh, someone I think it's the best way to, to know how uh, more about uh, about farm uh -huh. good well, well I'm sure we'll, more listeners will try that so thank you for that and uh, have uh, a lot of fun uh, during your cycling trip thank Cheers. you very much All right, take care reflecting on the conversation with Lionel I'm impressed with the way he navigates life where some are trapped by tradition he simply starts new ones where some are afraid of bringing children into this world, he has four and then brings them along on a year-long cycle trip. What gives people like Lionel the confidence to do what he does? Does it have to do with upbringing, background, DNA? Or is this something available to all of us? Is it perhaps normal to assume that most people are helpful? And is it therefore obvious to invite your suppliers and your customers on your board because deep down you know that people want to collaborate and want to contribute to something bigger? Well, I hope that Lionel inspired you as he inspired me and made you ask yourself where in your life you could be more trusting of the people you work with or live with. When talking about trust, next week we'll have a special episode on the US presidential elections. We will reflect together with Brian Welch, well-known American publisher, CEO of Mindful.org and pioneer in sustainability. We'll ask him about the role of compassion in politics and what Joe Biden might bring to the world or what another four years of Trump might mean. So subscribe to the Inner Green Deal podcast and continue to hear about the struggles, the insights and the inspiration of those on the front line of climate action. Thank you for listening and take care.